Now we're going to be joined by head coach Brad Duckworth. His team 70-45 winners here tonight against the Marion Sabres. And uh, coach has to be good to get back on the winning end, both against this Marion team, who you've lost a couple of heartbreakers to, as well as in conference play. This uh, All the games are huge at this point in time as you trail Lakeland by three but with just just six games left, you guys uh, are in a position where you have a you have a chance. There's a chance there for you. Well, yeah, sure there is. I mean, um, we control our destiny on the way out uh, if Lakeland helps us out. I mean, obviously Lakeland with three games in a the lead, they control their destiny. But um, if you look at the two schedules, they've got uh, they're a very good basketball team, but they uh, have a tough tough road to hoe coming forward. And um, one of them is us here. So I mean that that part is. Um, Again, I like the opportunity to say that we have somewhat of a control of what we're trying to do. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, uh, looking forward. But right now, the only focus after tonight is Dominican. I mean, Tuesday night is the first step and is the next step. Um, we have to go day by day. So, you know, we're off tomorrow. I'll get some film scout done. And um, uh, Monday, we'll watch film at noon. We'll practice Monday night. We'll have a shoot around Tuesday. And then we got to turn quickly around and try to beat Dominican, who... Uh, is an improved basketball team. We, we were fortunate enough to get them early in the year, but, you know, we're going to have to play well and, and do that again tomorrow, or uh, Tuesday. Uh, but, you know, that we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. I thought we played a good basketball game tonight, and, and, and we got to uh, build off of that and move forward. Coach, let's talk about your junior, Tessa Merzberger. Tessa had been struggling coming into tonight's game. Thinks she, uh, it was 0 of 14 from distance, 0 of 20 from the floor overall in the last seven games and then tonight she just lights it up four for four to start out the game from distance and uh just that when she hit that first three the entire left side of the uh, of this of the uh, gym here erupted coming from your bench i think i think the other ladies knew that she had been struggling a little bit well, i think everybody did you know and, and i and i love tess and i think the, the, the problem is is tess knew tess was struggling and that's um, that's not good for shooters. Shooters can't. Shooters can only do the next thing. You know, they got to shoot the next shot. The most important shots, the next shot. And uh, I thought Kenzie did that for us tonight. And then Tess, the team really rallies for Tess. They want her to be a big part of this program, and and she is. She's a captain junior, but they and they want her to be a big part of the influence of the wins and games. And and tonight, um, she did what she has to do. Tess is a. a, a kind of a specialist she's a three-point shooter um, she's getting better as a defensive player and and that's what, what keeps her on the floor but for her to to, to give us positive play um, in her mind and probably in everybody's mind she has to make shots she's just too good of a shooter not you know a, a kid that goes 0 at 20 or misses 20 in a row that's as good of a shooter as Tessa is is eventually going to have a night like this right I mean if you think about being a baseball player if a guy is a 300 hitter and they're on an 0 for, 0 for 20 streak at the plate a coach can't always yank them because at some point they're going to have six hits and get themselves back in there and you know that's what they that's what we talk to our shooters like we try to coach our shooters very much like hitters um you know uh, who's throwing lefty righty you know what what are you seeing the ball well? You know, has a guy got a, a good off speed or change in speeds? Well, all of a sudden you might be 0 for 4, 0 for 8, 0 for 12, and then, you know, you're, you you can't let that creep in your head. You're still a, a, an all-star 300 hitter. And and that's what we talk to our shooters about. You know, a really good friend of mine, a sports psychologist, uh, once told me, he, he, is, he works primarily with major league hitters, 
but his specialty is one moment sport activities. So one pitch, one swing. Um, he worked with uh, if Andrew Rock was a uh, uh, gold medal winning uh, in the 200, came from lacrosse where I did. So did this. Uh, so did Jack Curtis. And, and uh, one of the things he said to me is he when he works with hitters, a 290 hitter is a really good player. You know, they're, they're going to be in that lineup every day, and they're, they're good, and they're always going to be maybe an all-star, maybe not an all-star. 290 is a good hitter. The difference between a 290 and a 320 hitter, 320 goes to the Hall of Fame, all-star, MVP candidate, is one hit a week for the entire season, one hit out of 28 at-bats. You know, so if you can gather, you know, though that season's five months long, but, you, you know, you start gathering – one, two more hits, and all of a sudden you're now you're a 310 hitter, and you see yourself as a 310 hitter, and all of a sudden you're an all-star, and all of a sudden you're one of the best players that's ever played a game. That's one hit a week, you know. So um, we talked to that about shooters. You know, the difference between being a 30 and a 40 percent shooter is one make every 10. <laughs> that's not a lot, no. you know. And uh, but you look at the stat sheet, and a kid shooting 25 percent, and we wanted to shoot 40 percent. You only have to make one and a half more out of 10, not. 50 shots, you know, and it, it, we try to break it down to that level and shoot the next shot and, shoot, you know, be one for one, and that's all we say. And I thought Tess tonight came out to that, and, and you're right, our bench erupted, and they should have. They're, they're, they, Tess is a – not that there's favorites on the team that the team plays, but, I mean, that's a kid they really root for, and they knew she was struggling. And when it went in and then it went in and then it went in, they were like, yeah, here we go. Here comes our captain. From that mental aspect, do you think it had something – because it almost directly correlates to where she hasn't been starting – is there something with that, do you think, that maybe led to led to that a little bit confidence-wise or since we're talking about the psychology aspect yeah, of it a bit? Yeah, you know, I think players put too much into starting and not starting, but um, I, I think I'd be foolish to say um, they don't care about it. I mean, that's, uh, that's wrong. Um, but, you know, we try as coaches to say you want to be a finisher and influencer, not a starter. <laughs> starting does, I mean, it's easy to start. You get your name called, you run out, you shake hands. Being an influencer, being a, a finisher isn't easy. That's the great players. So, yeah, I mean, um, I love those three freshmen that start, uh, Mackenzie and Carly and Donna. But, you know, it, Molly and, and, and Tessa and Julie, um, are they non-starters? Well, I think that's crazy. Molly's our <laughs> leading scorer. Tessa's a, capable of making four or five threes. Um, Ju- Julie's a senior. I mean, I don't think they're non-starters, um, but they don't start. We start because we want to be a little faster in the beginning, and we want to do a little bit more up-tempo, and they help us with that. But Julie Car- Julie, and, um, and, 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 uh, Julie and Tessa and Molly, and really then Nala and um, uh, – missing one sub here that gets a lot of minutes sorry um barty uh caitlin bartlett those kids need to be a game influencers for us and you know if you take a look at tonight off the bench uh what did we have we had 32 bench points tonight and we scored 70 points so ha- almost half of our points come from the bench and that's uh that's kind of by design we, we we feel like we have 17 really good players you can't play 17 in college basketball and get in rhythm, so we've kind of got ourselves down to 10. We feel like all 10 of them bring great skill sets, and some nights we need others more than others. And tonight we used Tessa for 20 minutes. She made she made four threes. Um, you know, Julie has had huge nights. Molly's had big nights. Marty's playing pretty good basketball. Yep. Um, 
you know, Nala, just a, just a shutdown defensive night, and she made a couple baskets. That was the difference in her game tonight. She had four assists and no turnovers. Uh, that's amazing. I mean, if you look at our bench tonight and just, and just kind of look at a couple of performances, Mudd has four points, but she has four assists, no turnovers, and she was really good defensively, really good. Tess makes four threes, 12 points. Um, Barty goes in and has five big rebounds, six points, two assists, and only one turnover. Molly, who is not an assist creator, has an assist, eight points, four boards. You know, so it's like, darn, that's pretty good production from a bench. You know, if I could play those guys 35 minutes, they'd have more points. But we're built on having 10 kids. And, and uh, you know, I, I give a lot of respect to Marion. They're a good basketball team. Uh, at the end of the day, they play eight kids, and we play 10. And, and we try to press you, and we try to run you out of gas. And, um, I think we did a little bit of that tonight. You know, at the end of the day, they only only able to get up 49 shots. Um, we held them to only 10 three-point attempts, and they're a three-point shooting team. They only went to the line eight times. I mean, that was a product of how well we defended and also a product of we can be fresher than other teams because we're playing, a, playing more kids. When you killed them on the boards, both offensively and defensively, and uh, one of the names that sticks out there for me is Donna Zayner. Yeah, yeah. She came in averaging five rebounds, but over the last couple of games, I think she had five total. And uh, just early on, especially, she really be, seemed to be hitting those boards hard for you. Well, she needs to. Um, you know, <clears throat> as much as I, Kenzie had a great game shooting the ball, Carly had a great game defensively, uh, Donna had a great game on both ends and rebounding. Um, we're pretty clear, and then you put Nala into that mix. We're pretty clear with those four that um, while you have significant role on our team and you're in the troop that plays and you're major, you're still a freshman. And freshmen have to do the detail things because they're not smart enough to know when they can and when they can't. And um, uh, you, you, for, it's hard to be a freshman because, yeah, seniors and, you know, you look at Brooke. I mean, Brooke, she's smooth. You know, she knows when she can – give herself a 30-second blow and when she can knock down a shot. and you know, Well, she's a senior. She's been around the block. These freshmen haven't been around the block. So every time they think they can take a deep breath, they screw something up. They throw a bad pass. They don't defend. They don't rebound. So, you know, we've been chewing on them, chewing on them, chewing on them to be better rebounders um, uh, and, and be better defenders. And, and the other stuff, I know they can do. But i, I got to have them defend and rebound. And I really thought they did that tonight and committed. I mean, you look at this uh, – Marion is not a bad basketball team. They're not. And to, to out-rebound them by 20, I'm sorry, by 16, um, and to hold them to 49 shot attempts is and, and only eight free throws in, 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 20, in 40 minutes is, is a great defensive effort. So I'm proud of them tonight for all of that. Big win on alumni night here, Coach. And now you have the uh, rest of the season, and, and you guys are kind of in a, in a situation where, where you want that legitimate chance. You are going to have to come close to winning out at least, if not win out. Well, yeah, we, we, I think, and I'll be public about it, I don't know if I'm supposed to or not, but I think we made a big mistake in the conference when we moved the tournament from 8 to 6. I think it was a really bad decision, and um, um, I don't mind saying that, but there's reasons why we did, and, and there will be other people who say, no, it was a really good decision for lots of reasons, so we have contrarying opinions. I, I, I'll say this, I wouldn't want to play us. Um, you know, I mean, if we don't get in, I wouldn't want to play us. I mean, we're a pretty good team. You know, we're you know, the three guys that are at the top, Lutheran kind of got on us after the first quarter. They didn't, but they did. Concordia was a Concordia was a one-point game, you know, midway through the fourth quarter, and then they, I don't know, 
early fourth quarter, whatever it was. But it was a great game, you know, for 30-some minutes, and then they took it from us. Uh, MSOE played lights out here. Um, but if I'm one of those guys, I don't really want to play us. And, um, you know, and then right now you start going uh, um, Benedictine, Lakeland, uh, Aurora. I don't think those guys would say, man, I really hope we get over it. We've given those teams all they can handle. And, and I mean, we should have beat Lakeland. We should have beat Aurora twice, and we could have beat Benedictine. You know, not, and, and they'll say, well, good wins. And I'm, I take nothing away from those programs. Don't, don't, don't read it that way. But when you're up eight in the fourth quarter, you got to win. And when you're up ten at halftime at home, you got to win. And when you're uh, when you extend the lead in the third quarter, and you're up with five minutes to go, up six, you got to win again. And those are games that we should have won. So um, I, I, we're going to give it everything we got. You know, the schedule. Every game in this league is tough. Um, you know, so uh, we, we've got, what do we got left? Uh, six. Six left, right? And, and uh, I think I, I, most scenarios, five and one with a little help from Lakeland gives us a chance. Um, but there's just so much to be done. You know, I, obviously the big one, every you have to win them all. But the big one is the Lakeland game. We can't, if we get beat by Lakeland at home, then they've swept us. And then if there is a tie, they have the tiebreaker. So now not only did we give them one more win, now they've got the tiebreaker on us. That, that and I think they're the ones that were kind of the uh, the ones that uh, that eliminated you guys last year officially, if I remember yeah, correctly, yeah, yeah. too. So, yeah. Win, but um, I don't think it is official if, at, if when we get to that game, but it's going to be major. We're going we're gonna to have to get that. Um, we're going to have to get that. We can't fall one more game behind and the tie break because then it's like losing two games, you know. So winning that game is like winning two games because it doesn't it, – it affords the tie break again and, and you get you one game back. So it's really a two-game, one-game game. Um, so that's going to be a big one. But, but before we get there, we got to get ready for Dominican. And it's a weird turnaround because we're going to be off tomorrow. We have to be to have an off day. And then we got to get film in at noon. Then we got to practice Monday night. And then we got to shoot around Tuesday and we got to play them. So – we have a little bit less time than we're used to, but this team's resilient and, and, and amazing, and they're good. So. All right, Coach. Well, we'll talk to you Tuesday night. Big win tonight. Congratulations with you, your alumni in the house and uh, those that maybe couldn't make it online. We thank them for tuning in here. Thank you. And I just and one more thing before we get off. It's, a, it's an emotional and special day when our alum's back. We had uh, 17 playing a game and three more show up here. I've only, I've only coached like 26 or 27. Um, Almost everybody's back. Shatea McComb flew in from New York. Um, I mean, Gabby was here. Lisa was here. They're all here. They're all here. I mean, we missed some of them. Devin didn't come, and we missed her. Jocelyn's not here, and we miss her. Um, but, man, is it fun, and it was fun to watch them play, and then they come in and talk to our team, and our team gets to meet them. I tell our team stories about our alums. I'll give you a secret about Alberto basketball. You're no good when you're here, and you never were wrong when you're, when you're gone. And... Uh, I tell that to our players all the time. You're no good when you're here. I yell at you all the time. There's always something you can get better at. And the day you graduate, you never made a mistake. And, and that I really do believe that. I love those guys. They're like sisters to me. Uh, I had a chance to introduce my son to my alums today. That was really, really special. And it's always special to introduce your current team to your former players. So what an awesome day. We're going to need you Tuesday night. If you're listening, come out. We'll need you. It's a big one. So thank you, and uh, have a good night, you guys. All right. Thank you, Coach Duckworth. That was Alverno head coach Brad Duckworth following a 70-45 win over Marion University.